0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصبر الله على سيدنا محمد وآل الطيبين الطاهرين اللهم من ظلمات الظهب وأكرمني بنور الفه. اللهم افتح علينا أبواب رحمتك ونشر علينا As you remember, we started talking about the most fundamental virtue in Islamic ethics. And we said that our ultimate end is nearness to Allah or human flourishment, which we said are two sides of the same coin. So that's our ultimate end. Then we said now we want to find out what is the most important, central virtue, if there is such a thing. Because one may say, no, there is not one single virtue which is most fundamental. As many books, you know, on akhlaq, they have listed, you know, either all the virtues in the same level, or for example, they have classified them according to different faculties of human soul. Uh, But my idea was that there seems to be one virtue, which is the most fundamental virtue. So we are trying to explore that. You remember we discussed about truthfulness, about delivering the trust. And then, uh, because of discussion about truthfulness, we started the discussion about al haq So you have to remember how we reached this point. According to the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Al-Haqq. You remember we had these verses, for example, like, al-haq. He is al haq Then, he says he has created everything bil haq So, everything which is created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is created Bil-Haqq. Bil-Haqq, doesn't just mean that they are real. It doesn't mean just that, for example, these are not imaginations. No, it's more than that. It means that the way they are created is according to the observation of haqq. So it means that nothing false, No falsehood can get into this creation. For example, one aspect of this is that there is no disorder. There is no conflict. There is, for example, no uh, blind decision involved, no arbitrary decision involved, you know, if you want to consider the opposite, maybe it helps. For example, if someone creates a hotel or a hospital what does it mean? It means that either the land doesn't belong to him or he doesn't have the permission or the design is not good, or the materials are not good, either they are stolen or they are weak material, not, you know, solid material, or the way it's built is not good, or it cannot serve the purpose. You build a hospital, but then you cannot uh, gain anything from it. Or it is not run properly. So these are all different aspects of being bombarded. So when we say, it is created بالحق. then it means that planning, designing, material, purpose, functioning, everything is okay, okay? So In addition to this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also says in the Quran, that He has provided us with true religion. So not only creation is Belhaq, legislation is also Belhaq. Is it clear? Mm-hmm. Because, again, nothing out, uh, comes out of Allah which is bought it. So everything has to be Haq. For example, In uh, the Quran, we have this uh, ayah that you are all familiar. I would be lying in a shaitan regime. Who will Rasulahu <laughs> bil Huda deen in the hat? Leo the hero who Aladdine cool. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who has sent his messenger with guidance I will come back to Deen Al Haq so that he or that Deen Al Haq becomes dominant over all other religions or over all religions Even if the people who are, you know, they don't believe, they don't you know accept, even if they don't like this. So the concept of din al-haq. What does it mean din al-haq? What does it mean din al-haq? You know, enough of Arabic to understand this. First of all, what does it literally mean? Deen al Haq. The truth. The truth. The religion of truth. The general justice. Normally, I think, (coughs) I mean normally, I mean, often I have heard people translate and interpret this verse as true religion. They say, Allah has sent the prophet, the messenger, with guidance and true religion, which is Islam, and then Islam would be uh, dominant over all religions. But I think, this is not saying true religion. It is not ad-deen al-haq. It's din al-haq. Not ad-deen al-haq. It's not adjective. It's not sefat and musuf. It's muzaaf and muzaaf on email. Okay? So it means that this is the religion which serves al-haq. Okay you understand? Yeah. This is the religion of al-Haq. It means this is the path towards al-Haq. Because what is the meaning of religion? Deen means path. Yeah? Religion is a path. And we can have path towards Haq. We can have path towards batil. In Quran we have a uh, sometimes religion, for shirk. waliyad din So, uh, din is not always used in the Quran in the positive sense. Deen is the path that people have taken in their life. It can be true path, good path. It can be bad. So, this religion... Is the religion which serves al-haq means is the path towards al-haq, and this is the same thing as saying it's guidance, bil because what is guidance? Guidance is to show how to reach al-haq. Okay, you remember we had this discussion. Zalal is what to miss al-haq. Okay. Zalal is to miss al-haq. What is the difference between jahil and zalal? Because jahil also misses al-haq. Zalal, in my understanding is used for someone who has moved, who has made a journey, who has a path. So, dhalal is dynamic. jal can be static and can be dynamic. Okay? But dhalal is used for someone who is moving. In other words, zalal is for someone who tries to get to the destination, but is, lost. is lost, okay? So for someone who has not moved at all, maybe we cannot use zalal. Okay? So, this is the religion of guidance. This is the religion of al-haq, which is, as I said, very similar. Because guidance is to come. Okay. Then, لَيُّذِهِرَهُ عَلَى din means that the religion of the truth will overcome any other religion that may exist, which would be Dinul Batil. So opposite of Dinul Haq is Dinul Batil. Okay? So here the question is not the question of one religion against other religions. You know, it's not a question, for example, uh, you. among, for example, different religions, you know, which religion is going to overcome. Mm-hmm. The question is that at the end, the victory is for Haqq. And the religion which is at the service of Al-Haqq and those communities of religious people that are seeking the truth, <coughs> they will finally overcome. Because batil has no future. Batil comes quickly, sometimes, you know, can spread quickly, but cannot stay. You know, there is a saying, which says, It means that the real Success and victory is for hat, but battle is moving around, okay? Battle is moving around. Like for example, a rumor. What is the difference between a rumor and a piece of wisdom? A piece of wisdom may not get anywhere quickly, yeah? If I tell you a piece of wisdom, Maybe you don't share with anyone, or at least you share with some people, that's it. But if it's a rumor, in few hours it spreads. This is the difference between heart and bottle. Bottle can quickly spread. Health is not spreading, but disease can spread. Do you accept or not? I have not heard that we have an epidemic of health. <laughs> that health, you know, affects other people. I don't know actually why there is such problem. Anyway, <laughs> but disease can spread. Okay, so those who are not patient, those who don't know the way Allah has created this world, when they see battle is you know uh, active spreading, everyone is talking about battle, everyone is after for example, somehow discussion about battle, not everyone, I'm talking many people. Then they may lose their hope. They said there is no chance for half to win. So when people see that there is no chance for half to win, then either they become hopeless, they become despair, so they don't make efforts. Mm -hmm. Or some people say, let's join battle, Mm -hmm. at least. We can enjoy, you know, ourselves <laughs> in being with majority. Yeah? Un- maybe unconsciously, but this is what's happened. You know, Many people, when they see battle is a strong, they say, let's join battle. But Quran says something very important. Quran says that battle has no future. Battle cannot survive. This beautiful ayah, if I can find it, someone searched it, can you find the reference for me? I I give you the ayah, and so that someone can find and give you the reference so that you can easily find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, the example of hap and batik is like rain coming down. Okay? When rain comes, Sometimes you see there is like flood. It flows and sometimes you see lots of bubbles on the surface. Even sometimes bubbles can cover all the surface. Okay? So, you see only bottle. It's only bubble because bubble is just uh, void. Inside there is no water. Yeah. Bubble looks big, but it's empty. Yeah. It's opposite to samad. Samad is something which is full inside. Bubble is empty. Okay. Like an island with big imamah, without knowledge and taqwa. This is bubble. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So and also about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says bottle is like that bubble. Zabad. Amma Zabadu Fayavahabu Jufa'an that will go away. Those bubbles after some time when water relaxes it stays still they go away, yeah? You see, you know, for example, even when you boil, for example, water, you see lots of, you know, bubbles. After a few minutes, they all settle. But what benefits people, which is the real water, it remains it's ayah number 17 in surah al-ra'ab surah al ayah 17 okay what does this mean please think about this ayah this ayah means that first of all batil has no reality If we had no water, we couldn't have bubbles, yeah? So these bubbles come and they use water in order to exist, you understand? If we didn't have, for example, religion, we didn't have deviations. This doesn't mean that it was better, but it means that deviation comes when we have religion. You know, it's like the Quran says, sometimes people were divided and had conflict because there was no religion, no Sharia. Mm-hmm. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala sent them then the book, the Sharia, the Prophet, to save them from conflict. Then what happened? Then they started fighting over mm-hmm. religion. You see the problem? So, bottle has to hang on something. Yeah? So this is one point. So the reality is hat. Bottle comes on the surface. What does it mean? It means that it catches your eye. Yeah? So it can quickly draw your attention. It can catch your eye. It can even sometimes cover haqq. So haqq is as if unknown, okay? But it has no future. It cannot remain. It will go away. You have to be patient. You have to be careful. If you are careful and remain patient, you would see that haq would overcome. And one very important point in this ayah, which is amazing me a lot, is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that haq has this characteristic that benefits people. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Amma ma nas Instead of saying, you know, said, Then he should have said, But instead of saying, says, What
1: does it
0: mean? It means that, Hak benefits people. And what benefits people is a hack from both sides. In epistemology, there is an idea that some people have, which we don't subscribe to that idea. But they say truth is what works. It's a kind of pragmatist approach to truth. You know, we say there is a reality, independent reality, and truth is when your judgment, your statement corresponds to that reality. This is the correspondence theory of truth. Okay? There is another theory which is, the theory which says that truth is to be consistent. There is no independent reality. There has to be just no internal contradiction. There is a third view which says that Truth is what works. So whatever works, that's the truth. We don't say this. We say, no, truth is independent reality. And we have to find it and correspond to this. But we accept that truth is helping. Truth is benefiting. This ayah has lots of. Implications. If you want to understand whether you're, for example, work, for example, you are preaching, you are writing book, you are, I don't know, opening a school, whatever. If you want to understand whether this is haq, one of the things that can help you is to see whether it benefits people or not. If something benefits people, then it can be a sign that, inshallah, this is So Look at people who have, for example, written books. Some books have remained over centuries. Some books are forgotten. Those books that people have found them useful and beneficial, they have remained. Those books that people have found them useless, they have not remained. Sheikh Abbas Omi, oh Rahmatullah has compiled Mafatih al-Janan. With pure intention, but it's not just pure intention. Also with a proper understanding of what people need and what can benefit people. He compiled Mafatih al-Janan, and now there are tens of millions of copies of Mafatih al-Janan everywhere. Maybe in every house of the Shira, you find Mfati, at least one copy. Maybe sometimes a few copies. It's not just because this is, a, for example, a book which has good ideas, or for example, you know, it's, uh, there are true duas there. No, it's also something which is beneficial for people. So, one sign of bilhaq is to be beneficial for people. It's not just to be something which is true. It has to be true and it has to be useful. So you, now you're understanding that bilhaq it doesn't just mean true. I told you, the for example, example, that sometimes something can be true but not haq. You remember the example? about i said you know if a mother has lost you know her son in an accident or her daughter in an accident okay and she doesn't know so you can go and right away tell her that your son or daughter is killed and then she can have heart attack so you say i told the truth but say yes You told the truth, but you didn't say it bilhaq. Bilhaq is not just to tell the truth. Sometimes, for example, a person is angry with her husband or his wife. Then you go and say to the other party that he or she said this about you. You say, "Why you said this?" "I said said what was true." Say, "It was true, but it was not bilhaq." Is more than just true. Hat has to be useful also, not harmful. Okay? So, So always we have to look for those things which are based on truth and reality but also benefit people. How much Allah loves people? You know, some people think that Islam uh, is not very much paying attention to human beings. This is wrong. Uh, Islam is very much showing respect and honors people. Even to the extent that Allah says, حَدْلَ is مَا يَنْ nas or when it comes to Muslim Ummah, Allah says, "Kuntum khayra ummatin You are the best nation brought forth for people. Some of you attended the course we had on community building. I explained, this is not the idea of Muslim being chosen people. Like, you know, some people have this idea. They say, we are the chosen people, everyone has to serve us, we are the best. Because you know, this is a challenge. If a religion comes, a philosophy comes, I don't know, a political idea comes and says to its followers that you are like any other person. Then they say, so why we should follow you? So to attract people and keep people, they have to say, by following us, you become better. You are special. You are chosen. Okay? This is very natural. But Islam has not been trapped by this. Although some Muslims are trapped, but Islam is not trapped. Islam doesn't say you are the best people just because you follow Islam. Islam says... You are the best nation to serve humanity. Len nas, not alam nas. Kuntum khayra ummaten ukrajat. Len nas. If it was alam it means that you are superior and people have to serve you. Okay? So now you understand the difference between Len and Alan Nas. Yeah? Allah is for Esti'la. Yeah? It's superior. But Len is to benefit. So, Ammal Haq. Haq is what? Ma Yanfa nas? The religion of Haq, the nation of Haq, also are to benefit us. This is a very important idea. Let's go back to our discussion. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that Hat is remaining. Another ayah which also explains this is this ayah. Surah Anfal, verses 7 and 8. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Yuri dullahu an yuhaqkal haqqa wa wayakta adabir al kafarin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wills to establish the truth with his words. Yuhaqal Haq. What does it mean, yuhaqal haq? To establish the truth. Uh, you may say haq is haq. What does it mean to yuhak to make haq haq? <laughs> but it means that to establish it because sometimes haq is there but denied, ignored, overlooked. <laughs> yeah? Do you enjoy Arabic or not? Yeah. Yes. Of yeah. Very helpful. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> If you just read in you know translation you cannot have this taste. And actually when you put it in Arabic, then you would realize that how silly is if someone tries to oppose haq. Nothing is more natural than anyone trying to do الْحَقِّ This is the most natural thing that everyone can do, and of course Allah does that. But those who are against the truth. We have said several times that kafir, most of the time in the Quran, kafir means what? Means those who have kufrul juhud. Allah says kafir in most of the case in the Quran is kufrul juhud. Means those who deliberately reject the truth. It's not that every non-Muslim is kafir. Kafir is Abu Sufyan. Kafir is Abu Jahl, Abu Lahab. Not that, you know, the, that monk that, for example, saw the Prophet is a kafir, who praised the Prophet. Not that monk who washed the head of Imam Hussein is kafir. They were not Muslim, but they were not kafir. In most of the cases when Allah talks in the Qur'an about kufar, means kufrul juhur, because we have four types of kufr. So those who fight against the truth, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cuts them off. It means that they will not be able to survive. When uh, Allah says, it means that they cannot continue. They cannot survive. And then in the next verse, again, Allah says, Even if the criminals don't like, Allah is going to establish the truth and remove batil. Okay? Yoptal al batal doesn't mean to make batal batal. It means to remove battal. Okay? There are also some other verses of the Quran which indicate that this world is made in the way that in the end of the day. Bottle cannot survive in this world. You know, imagine if you have a very secure system that no thief can remain unknown till end of this world. Sooner or later, the thieves will be detected. Sooner or later, the viruses will be detected. Because very secure. Once I gave you this idea that this world is like a body that when it swallows something bad and harmful, it starts coughing. You know, like for example, those who have not smoked. When they smoke for the first time, then they cough so that they get rid of that smoke. But when they keep smoking, And that smoke gets mixed with them, they become weak. The immunity is affected, then they don't cough. And then they start enjoying the smoking. Because this is now, because their flesh and blood has become smoked. (laughs) Yeah? It has affected them. This world is made by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Bilhaq. So battle may come, but the world resists and pushes back battle from itself. So now, what should me and you do in addition to observing the time? What should we do? Uh, is here? Uh, I don't know. Stick to the haqq only, I think. What we have to do is do our best to first find the truth. Inshallah, if Allah gives us tawfiq, I will explain that discovering truth is very, very fundamental. This is our Intellectual ibadah. What is our intellectual ibadah? To discover the truth. Isn't it? Yes. To discover the truth. And then to adjust ourselves according to the truth that we have discovered. Because what is the point? If we discover the truth and then we ignore it. Mm. Yeah. So when you discover the truth, you have to adjust yourself to the truth. And then you have to do it so well that you reflect the truth. So not only adjust yourself to the truth, then people by looking at you should be able to see the truth. And also be with the people who are at the service of the truth if we have a small mirror that reflects the truth it would be much better if that mirror is attached to another mirror and we have a better image then we add another mirror if we have a community of one thousand believers so it has to be like one thousand mirrors connected to each other so we have very wide mirror that can show the truth. And there are some types of truths that connected mirrors can show, but single mirrors cannot show. What is that? Maybe you say, Molana, what is wrong if we have 1,000 scattered mirrors? they are separated. Pardon? They are separated. Yeah. So what can be seen? In connected mirrors that cannot be seen in the scattered mirrors. Pardon? No, maybe just even in a small one, we make the picture small. Pardon? Yeah, you know, because one may say, okay, we can have you know, 40 inch. TV, we can have, you know, I don't know, four-inch TV, but it's the same thing, just smaller and bigger. But I say no. When you are individuals, even if you have made sure that you reflect the truth, when you are separated, there are some types of truths that you cannot reflect. And that is those truths which relate to social relations. How can you reflect the beauty of charity, the beauty of love, the beauty of sacrificing your comfort for other people when it is a scattered mirror? It's impossible. How can we show the unity of husband and wife, parents and children, friends, when we are scattered. So it means that a great portion of truth will be missed and lost, even if you have best individuals who are separated. This is why we have to form community, okay? This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اللَّهِ Although taqwa is very important, perhaps taqwa is enough, but Quran says taqwa cannot be achieved when you are alone. You have to join sadiqeen, so you have to find who are truthful and join them. Okay? So, when I say these mirrors have to be connected, it's because of this. Okay, inshallah, we will continue this discussion next week.